catchy smile You got that catchy smile Stop a while Come back with that catchy smile Come back baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together baby, but don't tell your nonna Rolling, we're rolling Good morning Good morning, how are well, you? It's afternoon now, strictly True, yeah Strictly speaking It's a very special episode today yeah, yeah, we've decided to do a an episode where it's just, just Todd and I today. You're listening to What A Great Punk, which is a podcast by these New South Wales. We normally have a guest on every week and this week we did have a guest booked, but, mm. but for some unknown reason they had to cancel. And then we had another guest booked. And then for some unknown, reason, for some they unknown reason they had to cancel. So, and then we called a few people and um, we just... It kind of got to the crunch and we just couldn't be fucked <laughs> doing yeah. something last minute. And we thought this would be fun. Yeah. Well, we've been meaning to do it for probably since we started this, just a episode where it's just us. Yeah. Oh, I've been looking forward to it. Have you? How's your morning been? Morning's been great. I um I got up super early. Well, not super early. I got up at 8, eight o'clock. But as we were discussing yesterday, the, the, the last couple of weeks have been terrible because of all the like the frequent sleeping in. Like yeah. staying in bed to like 10, 11, even 12 yeah. some days. I don't know what's happened. It's like a relapse into... You were doing quite well there for a while. Like you were... I was really impressed with how like early you were getting up, how good your routine was, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was like... And it, what didn't happen through any kind of force forcing it, it just sort of mm. felt natural and I was enjoying it for the first time in my life and I was enjoying, really enjoying it, like getting up and, you know, getting it, getting getting ahead. Getting your shit done. By the time it's eleven a.m., you feel like you've lived a lifetime. Yeah, I love that so yeah. much. But um, but I so I'm trying to trying to kind of reset to that. So I went to bed at ten o'clock last night, and I read in bed for about forty five minutes, and then I didn't sleep till about two thirty or three. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that's the problem. That's why I can't do it at the moment because I'll go to bed early but not sleep till fucking or I'll like wake up in the middle of the night for like an hour and just fuck everything up. Yeah. How did you go last night? You were going to try and put your alarm in the bathroom this morning so that it got you out. Yeah. <laughs> you do it? <laughs> so, it's close to the shower. Um, no, I didn't do that. I forgot. And I had a shocking sleep. Like, woke up at like 4 a.m. for an hour. It was wide awake. And then by the time I woke up like real time, it, I was just so tired. <laughs> what were you doing in bed just before you went to like sleep? Like, were you watching anything? Yeah, I was watching Peep Show. Okay. <laughs> do you feel scared to go to like just close your eyes and just look into your own head? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that in about 15 years. <laughs> what do you think it's what do you think's going to happen? It's all just going to come crashing down? No, I don't think it's going to come crashing down. I just think I'm going to just never even closely be able to get to sleep. You know, like I just think it's not going to happen. What do right. you think's going to happen? Well, I mean just that I'll get stuck in my head thinking about shit, yeah. driving myself mad. Yeah. I mean, I used to, when I was like 18, 19, I was like a s- absolute crazy person in bed. Crazy person. Can you say crazy And I don't person? mean in bed as in, <laughs> in the sack. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was a crazy root. I just mean yeah. I was like a crazy person in my mind. Yeah. 
it was really difficult. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people have experienced this, but I would like, I was living with my friend Burgess. Shout out, Burgess. Shout out, Spurge. And um, he was like the real early, we were at university and we were living in a like dorm thing together and he was like a real natural early night person. Like 9.15 would come around and he'd start to yawn and stuff and I was like, oh, and I'd start to feel the terror as soon as he started to get yeah. tired and yeah. we could be sitting doing anything but I knew it was coming. I knew the, all right, dude, I might hit it. Yeah. <laughs> it was coming every night and when it came, it was just like, no, it was like a knife in the gut and he'd go to bed and I was just left alone and paranoid and freaking basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you've, you're less like that, like you've changed over time? Uh, definitely. Heaps. I mean, like, yeah. go to bed pretty content most nights um, these days and sort of like, but but I can easily relapse into, I can, I can relapse into that kind of fear. Yeah. I can get back there. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about just how like, you know, when you were, young like 13 or whatever and you didn't have like we didn't have phones and shit or like computers in our rooms like laptops like my little cousins and stuff do um how you used to just go to bed you know just be bedtime and then you just go to bed and you would just i listened to 90.9 cfm on the gold coast um and uh, i'd listen to the big kahuna's show every night (laughs) big kahuna had a show actually what it was called oh that was what he he was was called the host was called the Big Kahuna. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, comf- he was like a, it was like a pacifier listening to the Big K. Yeah, I love the Big yeah. K. And um, he would play like uh, that Lalanis Morissette song, "My Sweet oh, yeah. Backwards and Inside Out." Um, the Big Kahuna is just hilarious. I can't get over that. If you saw, did you ever see the Big Kahuna in real life, like at yeah. the local mall or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> oh, I think I might have seen him at some point. I ended up working for that radio station for a while, like driving around the. Driving around the um like four wheel drive, oh yeah, the where they give um, away stuff. Yeah, so I saw him. He kind of looked like um Cranky Kong, you know Donkey Kong, <laughs> like crazy grandpa or uncle or whatever, like Hawaiian shirt and like some wrinkles and like cool sunnies and an earring or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that checks out. It's got a got a kind of Kahuna vibe about it. That description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shells, shells on the neck. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, um, yeah. He would have been living the life, the big K, because CF ninety point nine CFM was in like Southport, just near Main Beach, and he would have been loaded. And Main Beach was a fun place. He would have just been oh, eating at all the nice restaurants. Doesn't doesn't oysters please, darling? Don't call me darling. <laughs> the waitress would say, "Don't yeah. call me darling ever again, or I'll kick you out of here." Yeah, so, and sorry. Then he's back the next night. Then he's back the next night. Another half dozen oysters, please, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Learn his lesson. I'm getting teacher's pet energy from the big you know. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling that. You know, that guy just cruising around. Yeah. Cruising around being an absolute dog. Do you reckon you could be a radio host? Um, uh, yeah, I don't want to be, though, so it was hard to imagine. You'd do good on, like, like FBI radio at, like, the 2 a.m. till 4 a.m. slot or something. Yeah, That'd be a comforting... A comforting listen. Big slow wombat on the on the. Oh, 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 hold on to that one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hold on to that one. <laughs> I'm holding on to a couple of things at the moment. Actually, oh, yeah? that that isn't one of them. That's the first time I've thought about it since then. Really? Swear to God. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I woke up with a couple of things on my mind. Really? Yeah. 
which is probably there's probably an off pod kind of thing, not because it's bad, but just because um, this is probably not public. Like it's TMI. Do you know what I mean? Is it? Yeah. Well, why don't, I'm the man with the scissors, so why don't you test test it and we'll see if it makes the cut. Oh, okay, because you can just pizza slice it out. I'm just take the fucking thing out, mate. It's no drama at all. Well, I found out last night from Frank that um, he just copy-pasted my grant application. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> you would have been so cut of that. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What do you mean? <laughs> And I'm like, what if I don't get the grant because of that? And he's like, uh, you know, I just kind of, um, yeah. I was, and I kind of let it go at the time, but then I woke up with it on my mind, and I was like, oh. it, it, uh, like what was on my mind was that like he is a writer, like yeah. he's a, like his job is a writer, and he and I like put the f- effort and energy into writing something for a grant, yeah. And he's it's the same one, but doesn't bother to write anything. You did a good but job too with that grant. Thank you. Yeah, because it was, I put it, was well, it was well written, and and I had the same idea to copy paste, but I guess the difference that was that I texted you and said, "Can I copy paste your grant?" And you said, "No." <laughs> yeah, I said, <laughs> "I don't think that's a good idea." <laughs> no. Nah. Um, and thank you for having the courtesy to do that. And right. then I sort of thought, suspiciously, Will was very quiet yesterday with all the grant stuff. And mm-hmm. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt of writing his own one because he's a smart guy and, like, he's a good guy. But yeah. he did submit it very fast. Oh, <laughs> you know? did he submit too? Yeah, he goes, yeah, all done, fellas. Like, he submitted first or straight oh, up. Oh, okay. Like, I'm, and I was like, I know he's working on a Friday Arvo, so he's written that pretty quick. So, I woke up with Frank's a dog in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and... Is Will a dog? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, how funny would it be if I'm the only one that gets the grant? Yeah. Well, then we'll know. And then Frank owes me two thousand dollars. Yeah. And you, yeah, you should stand over him for that. Mm. Where's my money, Frank? Yeah. Um, what else was on your mind? That were the two things, Will and Frank. And Will's, to his credit, is you know it's not really justified. That was my just. Uh, but they're the main things. Um, while you're thinking about that, I've got a story for you from this week that I didn't haven't told you actually. Oh yeah, go on. Um, it's a bit of infam- um, just something you don't know about me and my family, and oh. it's not bad. I don't know why I started <laughs> saying it like that. Yeah, it's an interesting piece of information. I found out that Georgia Mac from um, uh, Camp Cope. Yeah, uh, um, she. Um, is from the same, her family is from the same island in Greece as me, Ithaca, really? which is a tiny island of 3,000 people. Oh and God. not only is she from the same island, but her family's house is like literally down the road from my family's house in the what? same village. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And her like family knows my family. Like her, um, she was like, we were chatting about it and um, just saying all these things like, this is where my family's from, and the other, and then the other one would be like, "That's where my family's from." Like it's one of those oh. things. Like my um my grandfather's was was the president of the Ithacan Club in Melbourne. I'm like, my grandfather was the president of that club. What it's crazy thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm drawing blanks. <laughs> Me too. I, uh, I love the 
story and it's all over now. Fuck, it only went for a minute too. It, it didn't branch. It didn't branch off anywhere. Yeah, it like, didn't go into. I, I was looking um, for branches. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like the proverbial would, monkey, I was looking for branches, and all I saw were twigs. Yeah, and each twig I grabbed just snapped, and I landed on my ass. Yeah, landed yeah. on my ass with a thud. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> um, do you reckon you'll leave the blanks in, or do you reckon you'll cut them out? Mm, depends how I feel when I'm listening back. Yeah, if sure. I feel if I feel bored, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, <laughs> be ruthless. Um, yeah, I was messaging. We Olivia. had a great chat yesterday. Sorry, but we had a great chat oh, yesterday, no. didn't we? Yeah, we did. So if anyone's concerned out there, we had a really good chat yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe we I should li- do a, fr- a friendship, um, a friendship test right now. I'll go on the internet and see a friendship oh, yeah. test. Yeah, that's good. That's good what one. kind of friend are you? <laughs> yeah, do a yeah. friendship quiz. What kind of friend are you? All right. At school, Todd, I'll do it with you. At school, you spend most of your lunchtime helping others with their work, at the chip shop with your friends, having a laugh, having a laugh with your gang, or deep or deep in conversation with your best friend. Having a laugh with the gang for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do you talk about with your friends? Work, your love lives, personal projects, or ideas? Bucks. Um, work, my love life, personal projects or ideas. Oh, that. I mean, is there a fifth one? No, that's it. No, personal it should be like all of the above. Yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon personal projects. Them? I'll rank them in order. Personal right. projects. Yeah. <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Work. <laughs> <laughs> love life. <laughs> Thank you. Got it. Yeah. All right. Next question. Question three of ten. Your best friend is emigrating. You'll be losing the key to your social life, your right arm, the person who keeps you grounded, the person you confide in. The person I confide in huh? slash the person that keeps me grounded. <laughs> we'll go with confide in. Wait. Or should I rate them? Rate them again? No, no. It's just a. It's just a one, like a multiple choice. Yeah. Sorry. Um. That's all right. Um, question four will be next. Yeah, next, please. Okay, here we go. Your friend has done something you don't like. You stop calling them, let it go, tell them you are not happy with them, ask them to explain why they did it. It's different Probably every time, it, isn't it? Yeah, most, I, I'll try and let it go first. Yeah, um, I agree. Just because... You know, that's that's all you can really do for starters. And if it's still bugging me, then I guess I'll bring it up. Yeah. Um, but um, I'll try not to because I don't like – I try and avoid stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you're spending a weekend with your friends. This means a visit to the theatre or a music festival, going to the coolest bars in town, going to a house in the country and cooking a great feast. <laughs> talking late into the night at a little B and B in the countryside. Is that was that the four, like? <laughs> is that part of the feast one or is that a- no, no no no? It's a different one. So third one is going to a house in the country and cooking a great feast. And four is talking late into the night at a little B and B in the countryside. <laughs> what? Pete, so that's 
So people do that every weekend. Is that what they're saying? Well, some people. Um, I reckon you're I, going to the coolest bars in town. I'm going to the coolest around bars the bush. In town. Yeah, right. that's obvious. Next. All right, here we go. One of your friends hasn't called you for a couple of months. You don't really worry about it or know this couldn't happen. You're in touch with your friends every day. Uh, give her a ring to see what's happened. Assume she has her reasons. She'll be in touch eventually. Four. Yeah. Feeling that. Yeah. I like my I like my friends like I like I like my chicken. Free range. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. but I don't like chicken anymore. No. Um, because I'm a vegger. So. Yeah. So eat that meat eaters. Eat that. Take that everyone meat. out there. Hope you hope meat you're is, happy with meat yourself. is murder. Yeah, meat is murder. Yeah. Um, and if you think it's not, you're stand? kidding yourself. Oh, and you'll come Do back you and say, oh. What about vegetables? They're living things too. And, and I say, yeah, but they don't have a nervous system, man. Um, um, what do you, just side note. Yeah. Do you ever just clock that you're wearing leather? Because I know you're not a vegan. Mm. But like sometimes I go, oh, shit, that's leather. I don't, it's not like I have a le- cool leather jacket or anything, but like, you know, belts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have Doc Martens, which are not vegan Doc Martens. Me too. Um. And I have, uh, well, you should get rid of them. I should, but I've already got them. You know what I mean? And I had got them before I was vegan. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I guess you just won't buy a pair next time. Yeah, exactly. But I feel bad about the, um, the like, I wear puffer jackets and they're filled with, you know, goose feathers, mm. duck down. And I feel there's bad about some, that. Yeah, for sure. There's some freezing cold geese walking around town. Yeah. All the feathers have been plucked. <laughs> yeah, just just walking around on a G string. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, next no, question. Okay, next question. You haven't seen your friend much since she started going out with someone new. You A think it's understandable. She's got far more interesting things to do. B are disappointed. You wish you would spend some time with you too. C are pleased for your friend, but you really miss her. And D don't mind. You're glad things are going well for her, mate. D. Yeah, fully. That's good. Great. Not clingy. You like your friends like you like your chickens too. Yeah, free range. Free range. Um, is that it? Is there any kind of like... No, hang on. We're only up to question... Okay. Question, question eight. Uh, is there a result at the end? Like it analyzes your answers and gives you a... Bloody, bloody better be. That <laughs> bloody better be. It fucking better be. Question eight. What do you and your friends have in common? A... Your hobbies, B, practically everything, C, your sense of humor, <laughs> live a little, uh, and D, your worldview. All of them. Yeah, practically everything. Yeah. yeah. What was the first one? Your hobbies. But practically everything, I reckon. Practically everything was the second one. Practically everything. Don't make me say practically everything again. <laughs> I thought you were saying like all the answers. Like I didn't know that was an answer. Forgot. That's a good... That's a good band name, isn't it? Practically everything. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. If it anyone's listening, it. looking for a band name, practically, who would be in it? Oh, yeah. Like I'm imagining maybe maybe like the Big Kahuna's like nephew. Yeah, Big Kahuna's nephew on the drums. He'd have like um, sleeve tats and like um, bleached blonde mohawk and glasses. Um, and like yeah, cool like. Uh, you know, date like uh, oh, he'd have like glasses that don't have prescriptions. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And a pair of Vans shoes with some like rustic denim jeans. Mm-hmm. And maybe um, like uh, Vanessa Amorossi would be the front woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had a different idea for the front the front person, but um, that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. You got Vanessa Amorossi on vocals. Yep. And the guitarist is like, um, he's got a really perfectly smooth, bold head. Oh, yeah. You know bold. what I mean? Like, like bold. The, uh, bold. <laughs> yeah, I can't say bold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Bold. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I say it be, I just say bold. I don't know how to say it any other bold. way. Bold. And I didn't know there was a difference until like two years ago when Izzy pointed it out. <laughs> what do you say? Bold. 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 Oh, oh, bold. B-O-L-D. Yeah. Bold. Yeah. Bold. Bold. I bold. can't say bold. Bold. Well, you just said it. There it is. Like yeah, I know. Bold. Like say it like really- bass bald. 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 There. That's yeah. It. It's just I've. It's been so long in my life. Bald. Away that I just. It, I really have to dig deep. <laughs> remember, remember when we stayed with my cousin in um in London, and she has a little boy named Rory, and he says um. Mika mi willy mi meatball, which means <laughs> I call my willy my meatball. Mika mi Mika mi Mika. I can't ever say Mika mi willy mi meatball. Mika mi willy mi meatball. It's so cute. That was nice. I do remember okay. that. That was good. Um, question nine of ten. Hang on. The, so that's five. the guitarist. So oh yeah, sorry. Hang on. No, Who that- is the guitarist? You just said he's bald. Yeah, but you know that rocker, but he doesn't have hair? <laughs> like, he's the hairless rocker, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? so he's, not, he's not someone specific. He's just a hairless rocker. Yeah, so, yeah, he's not. Like, he's got that um, Angry Anderson look or the fucking Paul Schaefer look, if, if you will. Um, yeah. How so old is like that? 42. Okay. Yeah, so, it's a kind of so, older band except for the drummer. The drummer's the young yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is And wh- whose son is the drummer again? Um, the big Kahuna's nephew. Big Kahuna's nephew. That's right. And then, <laughs> and then the Vanessa Amorossi and the bold rocker type are like friends with the big Kahuna, but they've gotten his nephew into drum because the big Kahuna was like, "Oh, my nephew's a drummer. He'll join the band." Yeah, and maybe this bald guitarist dude, who I think wears like one of those tennis sweatbands around his wrist, <laughs> um, has um. Maybe he was Vanessa Amorossi's tour manager back in the day, but always loved playing the Gat. Yeah, yeah. And so, she's decided to give him a run on the stage. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the bassist, the bassist, who's the bassist? The bassist is Guy Pierce. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a long-term friend of Vanessa's. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and an all-time shredder. And he's playing the bass with his fingers for sure. Yeah, and he's wearing a fedora. And yeah. and uh, suspenders, and he's got really expensive equipment, like really oh. good, like it's custom made, like amp. Um, even his guitar straps, like worth a lot of money. But the guitar itself is sunburst as fuck. Yeah, it'd be just the best Gibson money can buy. Can you get Gibson basses? Don't know. I don't think so. Who cares? Yeah, who fucking cares? Question nine: Which of the following would you most like to be friends with? If we look up the stats <laughs> on our podcast, and then like there's this massive. Drop off when you ask about Gibson bases. <laughs> Everyone's like, I've had that. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, maybe this episode will we'll, um, put a pin in the podcast once and for all. 
Yeah, God, we'll never know. Are just so boring without a guest. <laughs> I mean, the quiz is pretty cool. Let's go. Keep going. Okay, which of the following would you most like to be friends with? Someone dramatic and entertaining, a fun and humorous type, a sporty and adventurous type, or a great host and cook? That is so easy. The answer to that question is obviously two. Um, yeah, not fun and humorous. Whoever's type. picking number one is. Insane. There's someone like a, dramatic and entertaining. That's an annoying best friend. It's like cool to have in the periphery, maybe. Um, what was number three? I can't remember. I'm, I've clicked onto question 10, mate. Oh, okay. Uh, bullet, you know the bullet train, it just keeps on going. <laughs> yeah, it takes no prisoners. If you have one fault as a friend, it is that you, A, don't always believe your group are real friends. Oh, jeez. B, are a bit nosy. C, Always expect your friend to be in a good mood, or D are not always around when your friends need you. I'll go C. Always expect your friend to be in a good mood. Yeah, you reckon that's one of your faults? Oh, wait, what's the other ones? <laughs> yeah, I th- oh, yeah, C's. I think yeah, C's the most. Yeah, the closest. Yeah, all right, finish. Yeah. Let's let's see, see what kind of friend you are, bitch. All right, your friends are like a second family. Todd, your friendships are very important to you. You tend to be surrounded by friends all day long and you share almost everything with them. You tell them about the smallest things that happen to you and you seek their opinion before doing anything, anything. Your friends are like a living comfort blanket. Ain't that the truth? But what counts for you is the group of friends as a whole rather than the individuals that it is made up of. Everyone is up to date with the gossip and acts as a group. You wouldn't dream of going out on your own. You would not dream of going out on your own. If I know Todd Andrews, I know that is the truth. (laughs) Your friends provide an important support network. There's strength in numbers and you can rely on them to rally around when you really need them. They keep your spirits up and prevent you having to be on your own, something you dread. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. But while there are many positive aspects to spending time with your friends on a daily basis, there is the risk that you could have difficulty marking yourself out as an individual or establishing reasonable boundaries between yourself and others when it comes to How interest. long is this bloody answer? Fuck well, no. and it's a bit it's a bit like it's a bit like do you like getting ice cream with your friends or going to the movies? Going to the movies. Oh, well, you have trouble establishing yourself (laughs) as an individual. Yeah. And you lack intimacy skills. The danger is that you become a mere extension of your friends, unable to get any enjoyment out of time to yourself. Even though you're part of a close-knit group, try to maintain your individuality, yeah? And remember that you don't always have to share. You might live to regret it. Jesus. That is absolute trash. Garbage. like... Also, like, chill out. I only asked, like you said, like a couple of like little questions oh, that were like they were not very deep. Go yeah. on like that. I Bullshit. feel like you've just been gaslit. Yeah. <laughs> like if I were you, I wouldn't know how to feel about myself anymore. I don't feel very good about that quiz. I felt like I was taken advantage of, and I feel like they weren't listening when I gave my answers. I don't really think they were either. You were just like all the answers to your questions were like. Long leash. My friends are on a long leash. My friends are on a long leash. My friends are on a long leash. And then they just made you out to be some like codependent, bloody insomniac, you know, <coughs> madman. Yeah. Oh, I won't have it. No, that's bullshit. Okay. 
Oh, there's the Vogue 71 questions. That's oh, pretty wow. hectic. But When's that from? Um, all right. So this is Teen Vogue. Oh, Teen Vogue. I'm going to click on it. Teen Vogue. Oh, Teen Vogue. Let's just have um, a little sample of it. What embarrasses you the most or what's your, been your most embarrassing moment? I know one of yours. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> one night we played a show in uh, oh, Perth. Oh, this, yeah. Do you mind me telling the story? Nah, tell it. It's funny. It's one, fucking one night, one night we played a show in Perth and we were driving home after the show and we pulled into Macca's, which we call Boo Boo's. Because it's a, it's always it's always a bit of a boo boo to go to Macca's, so we stopped by Boo Boo's, and um, you remember that actually in Sydney that night we went into Boo Boo's and there was the the <laughs> the seagull sitting at that was like that George Street Macca's and it has a really high ceiling, and there's this kind of ornate sort of ceiling and there was this one seagull just sitting in up at the the very crest of the the peak of the yeah. crest and the ceiling yeah. the ornate ceiling and it was King Boo Boo. King Boo Boo just watching over his people <laughs> from his balcony. Yeah, I remember King Boo Boo. But um, get- no. But we went to Boo Boo's in Perth, and um, and we were sitting. We got the takeaway booze, and then we sat in the car park, and everyone was tucking into their Boo Boo's. <coughs> and um, pardon me. And uh, and there were these two like um, you know, people in their sort of early twenties a girl and a guy and they were looking over at the car and um and I said to Todd um oh they they recognize us I think they were at the show tonight yeah and Todd and, went oh really but also <laughs> just sorry I'm just gonna interrupt because if you were listening to last week's podcast I fucking hate people knowing what I like order and like all that kind of shit so it was strange that I wasn't feeling like yeah shy about eating McDonald's like boo-boos in a, in a car park and um and then you, you rolled down the window and said, hey. And they said, excuse me? And you went, how's it going? And they went, uh, <laughs> can, we, can we help you? And they kind of walked over cautiously. And Todd goes, you're at the show tonight? And they're like, what show? <laughs> and Todd went, don't worry. And rolled up the window. Oh, so, I felt like I was in our TV show at that moment. That's the most embarrassing thing. Yeah, it was really so dorby. Why'd you do that? I have absolutely no idea. It's out of character for me. Was it a weird moment of like ego validation or something? No, it was. You know, it was more like don't be rude to the fans. Like don't snob them off. Oh, like, never what? snob off your fans. That is the one golden rule. What is the one golden rule? Never snob off your fans. Never snob off your fans. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to snob them. So, I was prepared yeah. to fucking like show them that I was eating boo-boos. Um, everybody makes mistakes. and Always chat to the fans, mate. Hi. Always chat to them. Yeah. You meet a lot of nice people that way. You really do. Mainly nice people. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what's the next question? Uh, um, um, who do you look up to the most and what qualities do you love about that person? Uh, <laughs> that's um, such a boring question. Yeah, yeah, that's boring. Right. What's your biggest fear? I'll just um, I'll hand, I'll pick some good ones. Biggest fear is... Um, Biggest fear is that when you... Maybe this is maybe not my biggest one, but it's certainly one of them, is that when you die... What actually happens is that you, it's like 
dreaming, but you could just get trapped in a nightmare for eternity. <laughs> that is so scary. <laughs> but don't you reckon? I reckon death is going to be like the final, like big orgasm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really. I don't really fear death, but um, I thought your biggest fear might have been brushing your gums off, but <laughs> it's not. Oh my god, that's my biggest living fear. I think that's my biggest <laughs> living fear: brushing the gums off. Brushing yeah. your gums off. Yeah. Um, I'm coming back from that. I'm scared of anything generally that is permanent. Yeah. Like tinnitus, yeah. for example. Yeah. Yeah. You know, herpes. Uh, scared of that. I mean, not to. I, I think that herpes should be. Um, Destigmatized in a big way because it's you know so many people have it and it's totally mm. manageable and fine and stuff but it gets a bad rap but um but it scares me just for how permanent it is mm. that's what's scary about it yeah no fully I feel you on that one um who was the last person who made you cry and why um the last person that made me cry was me <laughs> and it's probably been that way for a while i can't remember the person before that that made me cry to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah I, usually just me well i haven't i don't remember crying since i was a teenager and it was my brother <laughs> he made me cry <laughs> yeah do you have any regrets um yes i do fairly broad question i've got regrets but you know i and, you know, and some of them from a long time ago, just whatever, things I regret. But, you know, um, I think that it's it's really important to practice on a daily basis letting go of everything in the past, mm-hmm. absolutely everything. Love it. So, I try not to look back. Yeah. Yeah. It just no point, mate. Down. No point. Yeah. It weighs you down. Which celeb would you want as your, as your other BFF and why? Oh, my and God. I- that is so easy. And the answer is... Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah, Jim Carrey would be amazing um, BFF because I really relate to him on a lot of levels. Yeah. Bit, I think um, people think he's... Much, he, he, uh, maybe. I don't think he would be. I think he'd be... Oh, fuck. He's a bit cancelled, isn't he, Jim Carrey? Didn't he give his girlfriend herpes and... Oh, yeah. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you do when no one else is around? When the girls are out, shout out Kate and Alex. Um, shout out to Kate and Alex. When the girls go out, I love being able to sing at the top of my lungs in the bedroom, like yeah. record a demo or whatever. You know, when they're home, I'm I'm a bit meek and mild. I whisper. Mm. All the demos that you receive are like me whispering into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, it's a vibe. It is a vibe. So, I hope all you people out there looking forward to new music like whispering because that's... Whispering Jack. <laughs> That's my new. I've taken John Farnham, let Whispering Jack go a long time ago, and I've picked up that name for myself, Whispering Jack. What? What is that? Like, why is he Whispering Jack? No Sounds idea. a bit creepy, doesn't it? It's a bit creepy. He's like on the the flight logs, Epstein's flight logs for sure. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. We've got Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, and Whispering Jack. Um, if you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? That's a that's a fucking hard question. I'd probably just choose a burrito. Like Would you? But, yeah. yeah, like a nice veggie burrito. Yeah, yeah. Bean. You love a yeah. burrito. I fucking love burritos. Yeah. Like I don't know. Burrito, like a real one. Okay. Um, if you're going to get some ink, what would you choose and why? Which is interesting because we are going to get some ink soon, aren't we? Yeah, we're getting some ink on June 9, I believe. June um, Put big, that in your calendar. 
big shout out to Olivia Bruman who's who's um putting putting doing the ink job. Yeah. She's um, down at Dynamic Tattoo in Richmond. Shout outs. Shout out. Um I'm gonna get the word anaphylactic on my chest just so that if I ever have an anaphylactic attack and I'm incapacitated, people can rip my shirt open and go, Doc, I know the problem is anaphylactic. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um are you I messaged Olivia and was like, I'm scared it's going to hurt. And she said, um, <laughs> she said, uh, I normally just expect the worst and then it's not that bad, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. And she said, don't worry, you're stronger than you, you, you surprise yourself. You're stronger than you think. And I thought, oh, thank you. You're an angel. That's nice. What a G. Yeah. yeah. You just won $10,000. What are you going to do? You have to spend it today. Oh, jet ski. <laughs> The middle of winter buys a jet ski. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Fuck, what, what would I spend on? I have to spend it today. Um, just get the best hotel at the Hilton and just um, hang out tonight. I'd invite you over. Maybe, maybe have sex for the first time in two years. Yeah, maybe. Or just invite them at my BFF over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Not for sex. No. Nah, Not that there's anything wrong with having sex with your BFF. Some people, some people have managed to, you know, keep the friendship intact and also manage to stuff each other's holes and sometimes that's okay. Well, but, a lot of people marry their BFFs, you know, when they, they go on Facebook and they go, oh, I'm so glad to have been married to my best friend for seven years. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. What's the, what, where's this test going? Or are we just, just using it as a conversation point a now? Yeah, yeah. I'm just asking. Not a test. It's not a test. All right. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> be a weird test what's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you anything come to mind when I first moved to Melbourne I put an ad up on Gumtree as a dog walker and said um, if your doggy needs a walkie I'm the manny for the jobby <laughs> that's what it said on the ad I didn't know that. and one um, one crazy woman was uh, crazy enough to message me and it was the start of quite a burgeoning um, friendship between me and, and Odette Um she lived nearby. I'd go there three days a week, walk the dog for an hour in the morning. The dog's name was the Bodie Ian. The Bodie the, Ian. The dog is, is in our film clip for Cholesterol Heart too, actually. Yeah, that's the Bodie Ian. And um, Odette and I became quite friendly. We'd have a cup of tea after I walked the dog and a, and a bit of a chin wag. And then at some point, I was looking for a place to live. And she said, oh, my next door neighbor's got this pool house out the back. And he's been, he's, he'd love to get someone in there. He'll charge you fuck all rent. And, you know, it's a really nice space. And so, we went next door and looked. And it was this incredible pool house, which I lived in by myself for a while. Fantastic. Oh, Over doors opened up onto the pool. It was the, it was that was so good. Yeah, that was, was lucky. Yeah, that was, that was, you really fucking born in the sauce then, that's for sure. Yeah, that was born in the source. Um, it's kind of weird because we're doing questions, but then I also have those fucking junk mail questions that we normally do. So, do you want to just do them quickly? Oh, yeah. Let's do them. Um, uh, this is from Harry Walcombe. Where have you guys enjoyed living? Sydney or Melbs? I like them both. Um, happy in Melbourne at the moment, and but every time I go back to Sydney, I'm like, fuck, I love Sydney. I wish I was living here. Yeah, so, man. I feel, I, feel, I feel a bit the same. Love, love yeah. them both. Pro- probably still feel that that Sydney kind of, in a weird way, feels like home. But I'm um, definitely mm-hmm. at home in Melbourne now, and I love it very much. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Uh, don't really have an answer for this one, but it's written down, so I'll read it. Best place to get a late night feed in Sid. 
That's from Macoman Cohen. I'm going to give a big shout out to um, what is that Indian place on Oxford Street? Oh, North Indian it. Cuisine. Is that what it's North called? North Indian yeah. Cuisine, I think. Yeah, that yeah. one rules. Oxford Street. It's like Bay Marie, uh, Indian food, just like really good quality food. Um, good vibe, quick service, uh, affordable, all the good things. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about taking photos with fans slash being rec- recognized in public? That's from Buddy is a dog's name. I think it's a nice experience. Yeah, I think it's nice too. I like it. It's not, not for my ego, but just for um, I think it's a nice thing. It does give you a bit of an ego boost though, doesn't it? We'd be lying if we said it didn't like it cast a light a little match under the ego. Yeah, there's a little bit, little bit of it. Gives it a bit of a nudge. Um, goes, a little flare up. <laughs> yeah. Somebody likes me. Somebody likes me. They want to know me. They want to see me. Yeah, that's what it sings. The little fucking ego yeah. ghost as it comes out of the shadows. And you have to go, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Fuck off. You're embarrassing me. Yeah. Um, are you going to release? Somebody likes me. <laughs> they want to know me. They want to talk to me. They're all about me. All right. Um, are you going to release? Ask all the questions. Ask me some questions. Take me a photo. I got to go, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you going to release your work for us on vinyl? I will trade all my limbs for one. That's from CalebCo.mp3. Um, no, not at this stage, but maybe. But probably not. Um, it was a limited run that final, and it's people. people a lot of people want to get it. Sold sells sells for a decent amount of money on Discogs too. If you have a look, which I'm quite proud of. Not that we're checking. Not that we're checking what our first album's. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Check. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely not bookmark bookmarked in my in my browser right now. But um, no, nah, a friend of mine told me that. Yeah. If you, if you've been, um. So no, we don't have any plans to release that. Um. But I think a few people have asked that, so maybe we'll consider it. Um, what's the story behind the OG Take the Stab intro? That's from George Ricks. I thought that was quite a... Quite oh, yeah, that's a good, that's that's a good one. A good question, for, those yeah. who, for those who haven't heard the OG recording of one of our first songs, Take the Stab, um, it starts with an iPhone recording of a conversation I had with a racist cabbie, and he was dropping all sorts of racist remarks along the way, and I pulled him up on it, and we... Um, had a discussion and he quickly, as anyone does when you, particularly like like boomers like that, like when you pull them up on being racist. I've had done it a couple of times now. At like when I was working in a warehouse, some of the delivery drivers would drop little racist comments and I pull them up and they immediately become like your, they try to become your best friend and backpedal as mm. quickly as they possibly can. They hate being called racist. Mm. And it's like, why do you why do you have those opinions but you hate being called racist so much? Like why don't you just go, yeah, I'm racist? They they they've got those opinions but they can't stand by like they can't own them. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, um, you're the first bloke on earth that's ever called me a racist. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> Well, yeah, you are a racist, you definitely are. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, that's the story of that, which is kind of a fun fact. R. B. McPhee said, What happened to the nip 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 tape? Yeah. Look, it just it was it we didn't even really mean to start doing that at the start of playing live. It was like a joke that wasn't even that funny in the first place, really. But it ended up becoming quite a a uh, 
just part of the stage show and we really, you know, like it, it um, carbonated us. It got us, got us in the mood and eventually you wind up um, playing a show to nobody in London and walking through, walking through the pub, you know, as a grown-ass man with nipple tape on and just think, oh, is this really what we want to be doing, mm. you know? That was literally the moment for me. We'd been pancaking on it for fucking years, like going, playing with it or like toss, talking about not doing it and just getting over it. And then that moment right there was just like, it. that was the very first time where it just whole, like wholly didn't feel good or right putting on the nipple tape. Yeah. And our interest also, um, uh, interest kind of changed because when we started making music as this band, we were like writing kind of like comedic songs and stupid songs and all that kind of stuff. And like, wasn't really a conscious decision, but over time, just weren't really interested in doing that anymore and wanted to like write songs that we would listen to or write songs that we'd be a fan of ourselves. Mm. So, the nipple tape didn't really work with the kind of new, newer material. Yeah. And it's just sort of felt like something that was more in line with the characters in the show and will probably stay and live in that universe. But um, yeah, we kind of evolved in terms of the band and the songs and shed the tape. As they That's say, right. shed the skin. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's as simple as that. Um, um, all right. Do you think, um, is it, has this episode been, it's been really fun talking. Has it been too meandering in terms of like doing that quiz? Like, is that, does that look like a cop out? Like, we're just asking questions from a quiz to spark conversation, or is that all right? That's probably all right. No, I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all, it's, I think it's fine. Yeah. That's life, isn't it? Yeah. All right, and have a think if you want me to cut the grant bit out at the start about Frank copying your grant. Um, I don't really mind. What, what do you think? Right, I think it's all right. Look, if it you was fun, if it was funny, and like it makes the episode better, and we need it, fucking use it. I reckon. Yeah. I kind of felt like I I enjoyed talking about it. It was nice yeah, it was for sure. Gotta, I just thought like up. talking about grants might be a bit TMI for the audience. That's all. Nah, you know? Grant, you need a grant. Food's got to come on the table somehow, doesn't it? That's true. And also, yeah, that's so true. And look, maybe Frank's, you know, he's, he's has to pay the piper if he's going to copy copy and paste my grant, you know? So, maybe that's his, that's his thing. Um, All right, mate. Sick. All right. What a great punk. Jamie Timmy. What a great punk. Todd, Slacky, thank you, mate. Good to talk to you. That was fun. That's it. What a great punk.